Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the American Israelite Newspaper Podcast, Let There Be Light Podcast. And uh, today is um, Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022, and uh, this is the 29th of ADAR 1, 5782. And I am one of your co-hosts, uh, Netan El Ted Deutsch, and I'm here with my other uh, birthday co-host. Well, it's from your last... birthday too. It's my we're exactly up, in I... the middle of both of our birthdays. Yes, yes we are. Yours yes. is so your Monday. birthday. Your birthday was last Saturday. My birthday was last Saturday. It was very successful. I am Julie Babs Bernson Brook, the great 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 granddaughter <laughs> of Nachum of Breslau. <laughs> and um, what about the? We have to talk about the Baal Shem and, Tov. Right, who and was he's like the great the rabbi, grandson the rabbi, the rabbi. of the Rabbi Baal rabbi. Shem Tov. And yes, right now yes. it's in the middle of Ukraine. So I kind of feel oh, is like that I, where Ukraine, oh, that's yeah, where Ulman that is. is in the middle uh, of Ukraine. So I kind of feel like I've got DNA you, you, sitting in bomb, there. Yeah, bomb, getting bombed out. I feel like I'm getting bombed out. I'm very scared for those people. It's a frightening situation. Do you know how many wars we've already had in our lifetime? Let alone think about my parents and all the wars that they've been through. I'm really worried about you know the president of Ukraine is right. Jewish. Yes, he and is. And he's got he's got like a bounty. He's a and, la- and he was a, he's a contract a- out for him and if they if I think if Putin touches him, the Jews are going to get Putin. Put- I, I just put- no, Putin. I really do. I think if he goes after and stu- you know whatever he does, the Jews are going to get Putin. I'm just telling you because well, the sure Jewish that- people are not going to put up with that. Well, anyway, yes. let's let's Not concentrate. Not for politics for today. <laughs> let's concentrate on our front covers. I've yeah, got to yeah, tell you yeah. about a little story about the front cover. Yeah. Um, so I, I look at the the headlines. UC Department of Judaic Studies presents Jason. Right. Mokhtarian. 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 Jason Mokhtarian. Okay. Jews as crossers of boundaries. Right, right. So I look at that name, Mokhtarian. Well, I have to tell you, you know, I always have a connection to everything in the whole wide world. <laughs> okay. I was at college at University of Illinois in the yeah. late 70s, early 80s, yeah. and I had a couple of dates with a boy by the name of Mark Mokhtarian. The same last name. Same exact last name. Oh. And it was a hard name to forget because, first of all, as an Ashkenazi Jew, that name kind of like, where is that name is, from? Is that a Jew? Uh, oh, it's a Jewish name. Because right? I, you know, he was a cute boy with big <laughs> muscles. Okay. Sweet. I think he was studying accounting. I can't say for sure. But um, he was a nice boy. I believe he was in the fraternity Tep, which was a Jewish fraternity. Mm. And I went out on a couple of dates with him. And it's a name you couldn't forget, Mokhtarian. I didn't know what it was, but I thought it was really interesting. And right, he was just right. a nice guy. Right. So in the meantime, I see the column, and I don't read the article yet by our David Espraza. I don't read it yet, but Did I'm you like... So, you I'll, saw the photo? I saw you the photo, and he looks a little bit like him, too. Well, maybe he's related. So what do you think I did? I looked online, oh, and okay. I found a resume, but it was his old resume when he was in Indiana. I didn't realize he's now at Cornell. So Dr. Mokhtarian is now at Cornell. But I looked it up, and I, I emailed him. I wrote him a whole story. Right. I sent it to his email in Indiana, and it bounces back. So you know what then I did? I found his phone number, and I called him. And sure enough, Mark Mokhtarian is his father's younger brother, and he lives in, Cal- in California, and he's a lawyer. Wait a minute. His, okay, father's younger brother. Right. He's right. Jason Mokhtarian, Dr. Mokhtarian's father. It's his father's young. It's his uncle. It's Jason's oh, okay, uncle. Okay, okay. So it's his they're father. Related. Yes, okay, they're related. Okay, yes, okay. they had a, a one yeah. t- one time removed. 
Well, it's his uncle. It's uncle. his father's younger brother. So, as I said, there's always a, re- a story. So, in the meantime, okay, so I also have then, I read the article, and then How I went... How many Mokhtarians are there in the world? There's a lot, because I actually, <laughs> after that, I Googled it to try and get his telephone number. There's a nice, <laughs> they're probably all related. They're Persian Jews. Persian ah. Jews have a wonderful family relationships with each other. Okay. Yeah, it's a wonderful community. There's right, a, a so big he, in big in LA, and I know there's some. I believe it's in Scarsdale, New York, but I may be need right, to be so, corrected. So this Jason Mokhtarian yes. is giving a talk on Monday, March seventh, which is a very special day around these around these parts. Um, <laughs> Your birthday <laughs> at seven o'clock, and it, you have to. It's called uh, Magic and the Boundaries of Jewish Identity, but it has to do with these bowls. There are these bowls that he's there he has a PhD in, in these bowls, and you talk well, about these bowls. So he <clears throat> he has a PhD. It's not necessarily just in these okay, bowls, okay. but he's studying his. He specializes in Near Eastern Studies at Cornell University. But these bowls had symbols in them, and they were used to help stop the evil spirits. And what they found is that some of these bowls were upside down, hoping, the people were hoping that by putting right. them upside down, the evil spirits would be held down. Right, 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 right. So um, then, when they, when they buried some pe- buddy, they put so they the bowls. put it in, in, the, in the pine coffin, because it was just simple wood back then, or they put them in a shroud, and they would put it next to the body so that the evil spirit would stay there. Or they're very superstitious. They would put like the evil spirit in the thing and then put it downward so it would not get near the body. And I know we think that weird. only it's a little weird. Only our older generations are, are more superstitious, but we're also superstitious. Everyone sure, is superstitious, sure, you know. Sure. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's going to be a lecture on Monday, mm-hmm. March seventh, yep. via Zoom. Now, the other thing that I found interesting is, you know, we keep hearing mentioning the Jenny and Jacob Lecter series. And I'm like, who is Jenny and and Jacob? So they were were people who lived in Cincinnati. They were originally from Georgia. He was considered himself a masonry construction, in masonry construction. He actually built the U.S. Supreme Court. What? Yes. He built the U.S. Supreme Court. He built a number of capitals, including West Virginia, in North Dakota. Huh. He also was responsible for the HUC JIR building in Jerusalem. Really? That was among some of the things. So, so was he a builder or was he like a, like a stonemason? Well, he, wasn't, he owned the business that oh, did the okay. masonry. So he owned the, okay, okay. Well, so you know, I've often thought that the Israelites should have like a lecture series. I think it would be perfect if we had like a lecture series. Like we would have, you know, several lectures every year, stuff like that. But... Um, this is the same kind of thought. Right. It was well, set up, you know, here's, here's a, you know, some money at the Federation. They, they were very then, generous. They started yes, out just yes. as the lecture series, and right, then he right. passed away in 1968. Okay. And she passed away in 1976, and between 1968 and 1976, she set up many more funds. Okay. They were very generous, and they moved all of the funds then to the Jewish Foundation, who then is in charge of them. Federation. Federation. Which is now in charge of them. But their business was called Southern, Southern Fireproofing Company. Huh. And for some reason, I don't know what it is. I could not find it in any right. of my research why they right. moved from Georgia here. But they well, are responsible for a lot of great things in Cincinnati. There's and a lot. There's a lot of Jews in Atlanta. I mean, I know that something um, drew, drew them up here. Cincinnati, yeah. So the other thing I want to point out in this article, I had to look up the word. Right. Um, it's in the third column. It says so. There were ancient scribes and thurgists. T-H-E-U-R-G-I-S-T-S. And I thought, oh, typo. But guess what? It wasn't a typo. It actually means someone 
who tries to gain knowledge and a conversation in, of their higher self. They try to find their inner God. So that's oh. what a thurgist is. Well, T-H-E-U-R-G-I-S-T-S. Yes. Thurgists. Yes. So okay. the lecture, lecture series is made possible by the Jacob and Jenny L. Lecture Fund of the Jewish Federation of Cincinnati. The lecture is free and open to the public. Yep. That's our top story for the week. Okay. But even more fun, (laughs) let's move to the story of the spy. Well, no, there's also the ad for traditions that comfort Jewish customs. Oh, that's going to be very cool. Yeah, uh, so on March 20th from 5 to 7 at the Marison JCC and live streamed, there's going to be a panel of experts, uh, Rabbi Ben, Rabbi Mendy Kalmanson, Laney Paul Richter and Yair Richter, Rabbi Elena Stein and Becca Diamond, a rabbinical student at... uh, the Jewish, she is the a student at the Jewish Foundation of Cincinnati's HUC JR Fellow for Jewish Cemeteries of Greater Cincinnati yeah. on different customs when people mourn, whether it's uh, traditional Orthodox or um, uh, conservative reform. They all have these different customs. Actually, it's kind of related to that for top story, too, yes. which is from burial. burial. Well, the other thing that's going to be sweet is that Lainey Paul... And okay, Yair Rickler. You just care about the food. Where I got to be there with some delicious food. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they keep having And they're soft- actually related to the third story on page <laughs> <Correct. Eight> three. <laughs> it's, all re- it's all related this week. Well, okay, that's what so. Cincinnati is. When you move here, they tell yes, you not everybody's to, related to talk everybody. about anyone because they're all related. Yes, they are. Yeah. And then, then every story relates back to me, of all course. Right, so this, She Doesn't Look Like a Spy, is by Irish Pastor, who's a contributing editor and actually... Uh, there's going to be a big announcement about Iris in a couple of weeks that I'm working on currently. Well, and he, she wrote this amazing right, article right. But about... But we do need to make a correction. Yes. So she made an, wrote this article about when um, uh, Nina, Nina Paul was when, a young woman. And she was going to Russia, supposedly, to tour Russia with her cousin. Right. And that's really not... Actually, her brother. Her brother. But that's wait, really wait, not... no, her cousin. Sorry, her cousin. <laughs> Sorry, her cousin. I knew Jeff I read Levine. the article right. Her cousin, Jeff Levine. But... At the time, her name was... Her name was Nina Levine. So right. on the second column, it does right. say a young woman named Nina Paul. So Nina Paul's her married name. Right. Nina, Nina Levine, Levine was her maiden name. name. So at right. the time that she did this, she was Nina Levine. She looks the same now as she did then. Does, Very yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't want to ruin the story because it's, it's right. going to be well, like a little novel. A little, I, well, I see. So, the, so someone, the, uh, someone from the Mossad... Which recruited is the, her. Recruited her through her, like, I don't know, through her cousin, through her cousin's friend. Then we need somebody to go to Russia. And how they must, it was Israel, Israelis came to well, she LA. Was fluent, and she was also fluent in Hebrew. So she okay, had so some that background. Was, okay, she, yeah. has, okay, she was there in the, when she was 13 or 15. We'll do the whole story, but we'll do a little bit. And uh, someone recruited her to go to Russia and speak Hebrew and also, I guess they maybe in Russia they knew because for the uh, the services, so they maybe they did uh, their services in Hebrew. I don't know. So they recruit her, and what two of the things that she did, they they, they broke. So I think it's interesting. What so they did before they committed two illegal acts. Right. One, they were bringing books over in. Um, on Israel, Judaism, and Hebrew to these refuseniks, which was Jews that were refusing, were, couldn't get out of the country. Right. And the other thing is they brought blue jeans, chewing gum, and cigarettes that they could use for money 
to bribe people to get out of the country. Right. And uh, But so- then you see the very last line said, and that's when it all goes wrong. So these are like okay. the novellas that well, Rabbi also, Isaac I like this other Weiser. part. So, um, so that what they would do, they would obtain the names. You have to read the article, and then you can understand what I'm talking about. They were obtaining names and addresses of Jews who lived in Russia who could then receive an invitation from a fake Israeli family. All right, so let's say we lived in Russia. And you can't get out because, uh, you, you know, you're not allowed to leave. So they would have a list, and they'd like, okay, put Ted Deitch on the list, put Julie Brooke on the list. And then uh, they would get a name of, like, Joe Schmo in Jerusalem that will sponsor me to get out of there. And then I'm sure you probably had to bribe some Soviet officials with some bribes. That's mm-hmm. where the money comes in. And then they would grant you a visa to go to Israel or, or a passport to go to Israel, and that's how they got them out. So right. it's kind of it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. And there's this story. It does say that it's going to be on the seventeenth. It's possible I'm going to run. We'll run the second um, on the tenth. Okay, we'll that would be good because tenth. you're going to get people really interested in finding. Yeah, it's like yeah. the novellas that Rabbi Isaac Mayer Wise used yeah, to write. Yeah. So on page four is our community calendar. Remember right, right. the purple is events that have yep. to do with the bicentennial. Uh, and I did correct because, again, I am now doing yes. the community calendar and from the pages. So just learning how to use all the different systems here. But I did correct the one that said the JCRC Cemetery Tours. It now says, uh, please contact the JCG, contact the JCGC for okay. available times and dates. It no longer says for t- movie times in there. Oh, movie time. Yeah, yeah. Movie time. Okay. The movies are over. Well, and also, so Sunday, March 5th. Um, actually, Saturday night. Saturday is the ending of the uh, Marison JCC um, Film Festival, mm-hmm. which ends. Yeah, the other thing I do have to point out, which I, this is just some humor. I'm not making fun of right. the event. But if you look, the one we just talked about, Traditions That Comfort, so it's part one of a two-part series. So it's about the customs and tradition of mourning to celebrate the Bicentennial. It's a little bit of an oxymoron that we're celebrating the Bicentennial with morning. But the event itself is going to be very interesting, and all of these people have amazing credentials. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got the... Well, that's, that's a good lead-in, because you go to the next page on page five, and there's the top. You find out why story. it's really not funny, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the event is going to take place March, March 20th from 5 to 6.30 at the Mayerson JCC. And I really like this paragraph I found on the first column. Among the programs for this year that help to share the history in the cemeteries and provide tools for genealogy, noted David Harris, Executive Director of Jewish Cemeteries, this program illuminates the elements of service and compassion that are hallmarks of our tradition and our core values. So you're going to learn about all the things that you, sometimes you just go in there and you're doing these things by rote, and now you're going to actually learn why we do those things and how those things help. And and really, I mean, we've got the Hevra Kadisha team coming in to talk. We've got Elena Stein, who has to work a lot of pastoral care at Jewish Hospital. She's been there already for 19 years. All right, uh, well, one point thing I wanted to point out, there is a phone number at the end of the story and we do not put phone numbers in stories. Oh, tisk tisk, it got uh, through. Huh? Yeah, somebody put a phone number in there, and they will be taken out to the back shed and beat with a wet noodle. Oh, it could have been David Harris who sent it in. Yeah, David put it in. <laughs> but we do not put phone numbers or websites in stories because we just don't. So that, 
we're we've been making some mistakes lately, and, and some and mistakes will continue on for a little bit. But that way, when you, they call you up and they say, "Ted, you actually had a phone number in there." Thank you, Ted. Thank you. There's a phone number. Oh my goodness, there's a website. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can say, "I'm sorry, that was a mistake." Thank you for noticing our mistakes. On page six, the Jewish Federation of Cincinnati joins the emergency right, campaign right, to right. aid Ukrainian Jews. This is right. a, a big worry of all of ours. I know that yes. they're trying to get the women and children out that don't want to fight, although there are many, many women. My son sent me a picture of a woman about my age carrying a big rifle, and he said, what would you do if you were I'd, in the I'd, Ukraine? I'd just, I would defend I, myself. I, I, listen, I could do look, it. You're allowed, look, in the, in the Torah, you're allowed to defend yourself. If, you're, if someone's going to kill you, you're allowed to kill them so that they don't kill you. Correct. Um, you were allowed to defend yourself. Um, yeah. that, that's a basic in the Torah. On page seven, happy birthday, some of our favorite Yay! people. <laughs> so, uh, so happy Julie birthday. That was, Brooke, I turned 62. And Dr. Gary Kirsch, he's 64. He's like uh, the 22nd or 23rd, something like that, of, of February. He's like right around your birthday. Yeah, and then. I am March 7th. And, and you are? And my, I'll be 64. 64. And, and See, I mom, tried to see, and your mom's mom is coming. Was March, well, it was March 1st. And I stuck that in the from the pages when I, I know, sent it in, I and know. it got cut. Didn't, I guess there wasn't get, room. Yeah, 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 I thought that was where I was going to sneak that in. So uh, we're encouraging all our friends to send us gifts. Yeah. Send yeah. gifts and uh, Chocolate? Cars. I like dark like chocolate. Dark? I like white chocolate. Well, I know uh, we I had know. this new advertisement in here for Elan's chocolate. <laughs> I like that, Elan's chocolate. Feel free to send some in. Yeah. On page <laughs> eight, regional, you know, so there was an open <laughs> mic. There was an open mic. Yes. And these Kentucky lawmakers um, were saying that we're going to Jew them down. Well, there was a project, okay? So there, they had this pro- uh, capital project. And uh, the one guy says, why don't we try and... They had some bids, I guess. And it's like, hey, let's try and Jew them down. And the guy just made a complete fool of himself. Right. I would like to see them step down. There's really no reason to even use it if you think you're in a safe place. As you know, we, you and I have talked... You know, you think you're in a safe place. You know, you can belch when you think no one's around. And you turn around and there's someone... It's actually still in your house that hasn't left. So has that, has that happened to you lately? It has happened. It has happened. <laughs> I am a human being. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so you think you're in a safe place, but really, there's no safe places <laughs> because you should not even use that language, and that's not something well, that's, that's appropriate. That's, and that's if you practice right, right. when you're in your own home, then you won't make those mistakes. Even a Jewish person wouldn't say that. No, but I'm talking. I would never say that to, to somebody. Jew someone hey, down now. So it's, it's like a non-Jewish thing. It's kind of anti-Semitic in a certain way to say that. Too. It's 100% anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, it's 100%. Yeah. Okay, so on page 10, Putin cites goal of denazification of Ukraine. Well, that's- I mean, the president is Jewish, number one. Right. Um, and yesterday they bombed Babi Yar. And Babi Yar so is the, yeah. one of the largest sites of a massacre, 34,000 Jews. They decided one day, September 19th uh, uh, through the 30th, they gonna were going to kill, kill every it's like Purim. Jew. It's, in, like, it's like Purim. It's the same yeah. thing with Haman and Purim. Right. Wanted to kill all the Jews in Ashas Veris. It was 127 provinces, I think. They killed, they killed everyone. There was one survivor they found. It was an actress. Her first name was Dana. Her last name escapes me now, but she was one survivor there, and she played dead. She was a great actress. She played dead, and they were even shooting people that were moaning and groaning and anyone who tried to escape, but she waited, and she was able to get out, and she, she lived. But she, 
They killed 34,000, and yesterday they bombed the memorial site there. So yeah, I, I think there's going to be some, some comeback on Putin for a lot of this stuff towards the Jews. You know, I think Ukraine is one thing, but when you're starting crazy to— crazy Right, leader. when you're harming the Jews, um, the Jews are going to rise up. And, uh, and, and also, Hashem is not going not to look favorably upon him. Uh, well, I also wanted to look up the etymology right. of the Baba Yar. So Baba actually means old woman, and Yar is, so this happened in a ravine. I think there was a couple hundred, is there a couple hundred thousand people that are Jewish in Ukraine, total all of I Ukraine? don't know what the current I think it's like about 30 million, and there's probably a couple hundred thousand Jews that are in there. Right, so Baba means old woman, and Yar means gully. So this happened in a ravine, and it was called the Baba Yar yeah, just ravine. just come out and shoot them. Um, the Moldovan Jewish community it has come to the aid. In fact, I had read, I believe this is probably about the same story. There is a rabbi that actually um, didn't observe Shabbat in order to get a bunch of orphan children out of the Ukraine and into another it's, country. Uh, this whole thing needs to end and needs to end soon. So a lot of our stories, if you're if you're all not, about, uh, are what's all about what's going on in the Ukraine, and I think and that's very appropriate. I think it's very appropriate. So I'm, we're not going to go through each and every one, no. but you can go through and check, check it out. Israel through, is joining yeah. everyone in going against the Russians, um, and then we get to our page fourteen with all of the different beautiful oh, pictures. Yeah, yeah. And well, let's light up the zoo with Northern Hill Synagogue. So yep. the Northern Hill Synagogue went to the zoo on December fifth. And Claire Lee is not Last smoking. Last night of Hanukkah. Right, and on page 15, Claire Lee is not smoking the hookah. I don't know, what is she doing? She's playing what an is... instrument that uses air to get some of the sound out. Uh, S- similar okay. to an accordion. You okay. know how you accordion, okay. you pull it. So she's doing the same thing. And then, of course, we want everyone to listen to last week when we had Rabbi uh, Karen Tomashow and the week before when we had Bob Brandt. Great, great shows. All right, so next week is Wonderful Wedding Issue. And next week, we have our, one of our other Persons of the Year, uh-huh. Kathy uh, Heldman, is going to be joining us. We've got three letters to the editor, and I really like the They're way your designer set these letters up. Yeah, Very, I love different. the addition of the blue yeah. in between and how clear they are, and the font is really clear, and I really like the way she's done that design Well, to make it fit in the thing, so... It looks nice. It looks, yeah, so we blew the type style up just a touch to make it fit uh, exactly like so um, and, uh, we'll go to the parts of the week, but I also want to say this week I got two-thirds right on the tester tower knowledge. Oh, really? I'm getting better. Really? used to have zero right. Now I'm, I'm up to at least two once in a while, and I, I didn't guess. I kind of thought I knew. Okay. So this is Parsha Pekude, and apparently, uh, so this has to do with the glory of God coming together. We've just built the sanctuary, um, the, uh, the tabernacle, and... Um, I think this was, I don't remember if this is in this week or the last week, but it, God's, uh, Moses says, please show me your glory. And God says, well, you can't see my face and live. So he says, go hide in the rock. There's a rock. Go put your head in the rock. And after I pass by you, you can see me walking by you. And that's, so he goes in the rock and he walks by. And he says, okay, you can come out now. And he walks by him. So actually, he I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know if I can you say there, this. Yeah. Well, no, but you could say that I wasn't there. But uh, that he's like someone human. Okay. He looks, we look, he's definitely human. We just don't I know. Wish. He, we don't know what he looks like. And we don't know if he's a he. Well, I think it's definitely a he. I, Ted, we don't know if it's a he. We don't know. Well, he, sa- he says, you can see me. He doesn't say, you can see me, he. 
there's nowhere that he actually says that God All is right. a he. Okay, but this is also right. the one That's where God, yeah, where God informs Moses, I will send an angel, a messenger ahead of you, but I shall not ascend into your midst. You are a <laughs> stiff neck people. Oh, don't I know that? Yes, and I may yes, be forced yes. to annihilate you on the Nihil- way. <laughs> yeah, I might have to wipe you out. Yes. I like one of the best passages is when God says, uh, when Moses says, just kill me now. When, remember, he's like asking, they're, they're like, uh, they're riding over the water. Do we not feel that way once in a while here? Once in a while, yeah, at the Israelite, yeah. He's like, they're riding over the water. And and he says, why did you bring me to this people? And, you know, why you just 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 kill me now, God? I can't take it. Just sense kill of me now. humor in the and, Torah. Yeah, there is. And, and God says, oh, I'll, I'll just remove my presence from you and give you rest. I will... Just hit the rock, and, and, and the water will come out, and then they'll stop complaining. <laughs> hey, I love that. It's like one of my favorite passages. Um, so this week, from the pages, this is my second time doing it. Yes. I think I'm getting better and better well, at it. Well, there are it. always some mistakes. You know, we, we, we put mistakes in just to see if people are reading. I didn't find any mistakes you know, this week. I, I didn't see any mistakes this week. I thought I This is a- actually really interesting to Jewish bystanders. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. You don't realize how close to home this is today. Okay, so tell right, us. So each week, the American Israelite will print one milestone related to the history of the Cincinnati Jewish community over the past 200 years, provided by a Cincinnati Jewish Bicentennial Committee. Each milestone weaves Jewish history within the greater context of our community's development and our country at large. 1896, remember that, 1896, Jacob Frank and his brothers, Emil and Charles, established Frank's Spice and Tea Company. Now, I want you to think about the, your, one of your favorite commercials. And the commercial says, I put that on everything. I. You've never seen that commercial? No. You've never heard that commercial on the radio? No. I put that XYZ on everything. Frank's Hot Sauce. Oh. I put that on everything. I didn't realize this that. This is... Yeah, no, this is it right okay. here. This was started in 1896 in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I looked at the package, and I'm like, Frank's Hot Sauce. Didn't I just read about this in the Israelite, blah, blah, blah? Very and I looked cool. at it since I had it, and I said, oh, this is the that commercial. Yeah. I put that, you know, on everything. Yeah, very Frank's nice. Frank's Hot Sauce started in Cincinnati, Ohio, and is still successful to this day. It is. This day. This yes. day. And he got a great advertising campaign. Yeah. That's one of the best advertising. It's like, show me the beef. Yeah. You know, that's the great, it's a great uh, line. I'll have to watch for that. Yeah. So in the meantime, under 150 years ago, we get the explanation of of, uh, ether. And I think that's very cool. And um, morphine. And I think it's really, really cool. Ah. Understanding, they're explaining in the newspaper how you get morphine. And I think it's very, very cool. Um, and below that is a letter from Fredericksburg, Virginia. And he right. says, I've been a, a reader and admirer of the Israelite for a long time, but have never seen any mention in your paper of our city. Although we have not enough Israelites here to form a congregation, hmm. only having six families of Israelites, we have enough to make a minion. Good. You have no doubt heard of this town, as some of the hardest-fought battles of the late war were fought around here, Fredericksburg, huh. Virginia. We are about 5,000 inhabitants, of which 35 are Jews. I am your friend and admirer, Hirsch. Hirsch. Isaac, Isaac Hirsch. Hirsch. Well, Fredericksburg, Virginia, Frederick, the, the battle in the Civil War of Fredericksburg was a very uh, important battle. Yep. Yep, very important. 
And then above that, an organ having been placed into the synagogue of Konensburg in Prussia, 70 members left and formed a new congregation. They do not wish to face the music. <laughs> All right, so I like this one from 150 years ago. Mrs. B. May has returned from a delightful visit to New York. Editor's note, Emily Wise May, Mrs. B. May, who we just mentioned, mm -hmm. was the daughter of Rabbi Isaac Mayer Wise and his first wife, Teresa Block. Yeah, remember, he had, he had 14, 14 kids. Children. Yeah, he was... <laughs> He didn't have, never mind, I won't say anything. I gave you something before, but yes, I will not told, bring it up you on. You said a nasty X-rated comment. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I won't bring that up, that he had 14 kids. So he definitely, there was, you know, anyway. So the next one is for you, Ted, under yes. 10 years, 100 years. The oh. Game of Golf. Where? Oh, 100, okay. So the Game of Golf, which has grown so greatly in popularity during the last few years, has in addition to the physical benefits that it, that it confers a distinct value as a it does as a discipline as a teacher of courtesy and good manners it does to many who need such a course the rules of the game demand consideration for others and respect for their rights and where complied with and this is the case generally they form a curriculum in good breeding where much such is needed and yeah. that's true you do learn to honor and respect your other fellow golfers and they let them take their turn and all that kind of stuff until they they walk across your line and you're, when you're putting, and then you take your putter and hit them over the head. Get them out of the way. Throw, <laughs> and a golf throw, ball. <laughs> throw a golf balls at So 75 years ago, of course, Israel is trying to be its own state. Yes. And so that's what the Zionist Emergency Conference assails British on the Holy Land. But below that, and I did try to do, I did a lot of research on this. So the, the names are were entered, um, I guess, purposefully with the last name first. So... Uh, Litmanwitz, Razel, is looking for Fondler, Malkahaya, Nishuster. So Razel Litmanwitz is essentially looking for Malkahaya, Fondler, who was a maiden name of Schuster, from Poland, whose last known address was Cincinnati. The present address of Miss Razel Litmanowitz right. is 13B, Lefan, Danu, Jewish Displaced Persons oh Camp, U.S. Zone, Germany. Anyone having any information is urged to advise Dr. Samuel Wall at the Wise Center. So I, I did find there was a, a Razel, right. which absolutely, um, that survived the war. Oh. There was actually two of them that survived the war with the same name, and one was approximately um, in the same area. Uh, I could not find anyone by the name of Fondler that was Jewish in Cincinnati or Malka Hyatt. She probably changed her name when she came here. Um, yeah. The only thing that came somewhat close, strangely, was Sambo Mel's two sisters. He had a sister Malka, a sister Chaya, and a sister Razel. Really? And so that was the only thing that came close in my research, but these weren't huh. the same people. It was just that they were all Polish, and the name gets repeated a lot. Right. Uh, so I thought that was uh, a very sad story, and hopefully that uh, Razel found family. I noticed there's a lot of Litmanowitzes in Israel and a lot in South America. So one family must have headed that direction. Hmm. Okay. Um, then 50 years ago, right. um, the Jewish uh, Welfare Fund Men's Division, to hear Senator Brooke uh, on the rolls on behalf of Israel and Soviet Jewelry were cited. So Senator Brooke was actually um, an African-American man who was raised in a middle-class black family in Boston, and he went on to Boston University to become an attorney. <laughs> he was very pragmatic, um, but he was considered somewhat a, a social liberal and a fiscal conservative, what they call nowadays a Rockefeller Republican, and he was very good on his stance with Israel 
and the Soviet Union, as we, you know, he would have been one who would have supported Nina Paul going to the Soviet Union and helping the Jews. Right. Um, one of his claims of fame was that he had an affair with Barbara Walters. Huh? <laughs> yes. Um, he also was a man who, he, he developed breast cancer, and he became a big advocate on letting men know that you too can get breast cancer. Oh, okay. So he was a pretty good uh, senator and very well liked among the, the Jewish community. All right. So bar mitzvah, Mr. and Mrs. Gordon Levy take pleasure in announcing the forthcoming bar mitzvah of their son, Mark Bruce Levy, Saturday, March 4th at 1045 at Plum Street Temple. Relatives and friends are cordially invited to worship with the family and attend the... Kiddish! Kiddish following the service. Okay. Um, so 25 years ago... Yes, so yes, a two, big event happened. Well, I don't know which one you're talking about, <laughs> but I the first one I'm going to talk about is a mission visits oh, a revived Cuban this. Jewish community, yeah, and this yeah. was written by Phyllis Singer, who was right. then the editor. Wherever Jews go, they tend to uh, bond with other Jews. It's yes. part of the Jewish tradition, and when Jews can help other Jews, they want to do that, and that's also part of the Jewish tradition. Each Jew is responsible for one another, the Talmud teaches. 34 Cincinnatians spent five days in Cuba on a trip sponsored by the Jewish Federation and coordinated by the United Jewish Appeal and the American Jewish Joint Distribution Committee. So you keep that in mind because when we get to 10 years, there's also something that relates to that. So you go on with your... I'm just wondering how many Cuban cigars came back from that trip and why I didn't get any. Well, I'm sure if they were (laughs) smuggling something out, they were very careful, I hope. (laughs) All right, so births, Carrie Seidman and Michael Deutsch announced the birth of a son, Eli Richard Seidman Deutsch, February 15th. Eli has a brother, Aaron. Grandparents are Rita and Marvin Feiner and Josephine Brower. February 27th, 1997. So that's your nephew. You're very proud of What is Eli doing now? Give us a Right now he's on a fellowship in um, Washington. I, I think it's some neuro, uh, neuroscience. He's in this neuroscience. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, under 10 years, the American Israelite, this yes, is something yes, for you. Yes, yes, I remember this. You want to talk about it? All right, so the American Israelite adds Cincinnati Jewish Yellow Pages by Yeshua, Yeshua Mizraki. Uh, the American Israelite prides itself on serving the people of the Cincinnati Jewish community. We also pride ourselves on making our paper more accessible through all media platforms. With that pride fueling our ambitions, we are proud to announce the transfer of Cincinnati Jewish Yellow Pages, the most comprehensive guide to Jewish business in the greater Cincinnati area, the American Israelite. This CJYP was founded by Buddy Goldstein, former owner of Blaine's Fine Men's Apparel, and the CJYP was later taken over by the Jewish Federation. Now it's found a new home, American Israelite. So we ran that for several years, but... It was so difficult to keep updating and updating and updating. It just kind of, we just, it, it stopped. I think yeah, it we was still, still have it on the page and the website somewhere. Yeah, because when I was here, I still did a little bit of work on it. It's when I was a working. lot of work to get, you know, you have to call all these businesses and get all this information and keep it up. It's a lot of work to do that. And uh, it's so, it, it's, it's, and with the internet, you know, it, you know, it's kind of, you don't really need it nowadays. Yeah. But it's interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So going back to, remember, we had 25 years ago, the Jewish community of Cincinnati visits Cuba. So right. Alan Gross' revelations could hamper campaign for his release by Ron Campus uh, JTA. For the Jews of Cuba, it was the ultimate internet connection. 
The high-tech equipment that U.S. contractor Alan Gross brought with him to Cuba in 2009 to help connect local Jews to the Internet reportedly included a SIM card that makes it almost impossible to track satellite signals and is generally unavailable to civilians even in the United States. That was one of the revelations in an Associated Press report earlier this month that has exasperated concerns. Exacerbated. Yes, exacerbated concern that Cuba will hang tough on its stated determination not to release Gross, a 60-year-old, 62-year-old, my age, yep. a Maryland Jewish man who was in Cuba to do work for the well, U.S. 72 now. Yeah, U.S. Agency for International Development. Gross is serving a 15-year uh, sentence in Cuba for crimes described as acts against the integrity of the state. Now, he was released shortly after this on December 17, 2014, on humanitarian grounds. But he was very two year, two sick. Years, two years later. Yeah, he was very sick at the time when they released him. He had, lo- he had stopped eating, and he was very, very uh, sick. Is he still alive? Yes, he is he's still, still alive. alive. Okay. Yeah. Right. And he's suing... Um, Cuba? No, he's, well, he's suing Cuba, but he's also uh, suing the USAID. Because they didn't protect him. Uh, yeah. Well, he'll probably win. He'll probably win some money for that one. So in Jews of the News, we I have... I didn't know Larry Ellison, the uh, founder of Oracle, is Jewish. Ellison's a very Jewish name. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, uh, Jews in the, there's a lot of interesting stuff in Jews in the News. Hall. Yeah. Also, by the way, while Elizabeth Holmes is... In the I Mrs. didn't know I... Lisa Bonet is Jewish? Yes. Really? Yes. And so is Zo- her daughter, Zoe Kravitz. Huh. Oh, Adrian Brody? Yes. Everyone knew he was Jewish. Yeah, okay. I just didn't know. Okay. So, by the way, and I, I already told you this. I told you this. That Elizabeth right. Holmes, the one who wears the black turtleneck, is, is she's not Jewish, but she is a, a great-granddaughter of Charles Fleischman from Cincinnati. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, she's the one that did the blood company it was a startup and she wore the black oh right 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 theranos yes i've been reading about her in the wall street journal yeah she's guilty yeah she's going to the pokey <laughs> the big house yeah she's going to the big house yeah she's a, she's a great granddaughter of uh jew yeah she's she has jewish blood yeah she has jewish blood yeah so I really like the way uh, Tyler set up this today in Israeli history too, because they're all even. It's a little bit easier to read. Taylor. 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 Um, today in Israeli history, so Polar is sentenced to life in prison. Yeah. Well, he was spying. Well, actually, it says life, life in prizo, but we know it's prison. Oops. <laughs> okay. So there should be an end on there, an N, an N. Anyway, uh, dining out at Brown Dog Cafe, salmon and burgers lead the hit parade. And that pizza looks really tasty. It does. It looks really good. I have to tell you, last week we you ate. Want, you, want, you saw that pizza and you had to go there and no, get the no, pizza, No, no. I went to you? Sacred Beast on Saturday night f- okay, for my okay. birthday, and it was really delicious. Okay. I have to tell they you. They were in last week. Yes, they were in they last, were in last week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that pizza looks actually good. It, it looks, looks um, like tasty. it's got uh, jalapenos on there and a lot of fresh vegetables. You better have some water hand. hand and he talks about this fish that they, I've never heard of. It's called verlasso. It's a nice farm-raised fish that's kept in cold water. Really? They serve that a brown dog. All right. Okay, then um, the book review, Cheryl Proclos. Right, is, right, is, so right. first of all, it's interesting. The book is written by two people, Betty, Becky Albertalli and Isha Saeed. And it's about a Jewish boy and a Muslim girl. And struggling through the uncomfortable teen years. And both of their parents are putting a lot of pressure on them to follow their religion. And um, 
it's a it's just a, an interesting review that she's done about this book, and I would say if you have a young reader, this would probably be a teenager. This would be something they could really relate to. Okay. And then also Lori Kleiner Eckert. So she writes this thing about why female friendships are worthy of envy. It also talks. It, it's in a way it tells you why women and men are different, which also brings me back True. to the yeah the front cover. So of course I call this guy. I, we established for sure that his uncle was someone I had a couple of dates with, and I'm like all excited, and I'm like. Well, you know, you'll let him know that I called. He goes, oh, yeah, I'll probably see him, like, in a couple of months. I go, I'm like, you know, if he was a girl, he would say, oh, my God, I'm going to get on the phone right now, and I'm going to call my uncle and tell him that this old this old girl that he knew from he had a date with, he, I'd be on the phone, and I'd be all animated and excited. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll probably see him, uh, you, know, you know, like, sometime yeah. this summer. You know, that's the difference between a man and a woman. There is a big difference there, because I could relate some, some horror stories about that recently that uh, – about dating? No, no, uh, about dating about just uh, that uh, that connection thing with men, difference between men and women connection thing. Yeah, you guys are definitely on Mars. Yeah, and we like it on Mars too. We yeah. like being on Mars. All right, men are on Visa, yeah. Venus. Yeah, <laughs> they're on Venus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have three extensive obituaries yes, this week. Yes. Donna Levy, who yes. has a, a tremendous legacy of grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Yep. And Alan Fishoff, who I used to work out with at the okay, JCC. Okay. He, was yeah. a, he was an attorney. Yeah, he was an attorney, very jovial. Um, and he actually, it's interesting, he used to spend his summers in Bemidji, Minnesota. I have a grandfather that's buried in Bemidji, Minnesota, because he huh. had a summer home up there, and he loved it so much that he retired in Bemidji. Uh, I believe my grandfather is probably you the could only Jewish the name there in Bemidji. Yeah, see, I knew how. See, I I knew Mactarian and I knew Bemidji. Bemidji because they're both familiar with me and yes, they're stuck in yes. my. Yes, yeah, so we used to go up to Bemidji. I remember as a kid to visit my grandfather, and there were frogs all over the place. I remember huh. catching frogs and. And also Paul Bunyan's up there. You can see Paul Bunyan. Oh, the Paul Bunyan. I thought that was near, outside of Fargo. It's no. It's the movie, out, in the movie Fargo. There yes. is a Paul Bunyan statue. Well, there's a Paul that, Bunyan. That's in. Oh, that's when they went to that place in Minnesota. Right. They went to near Bemidji because they were to go kidnap. That's from uh, Fargo. Well, I should have worn that my movie, moccasins. So you, know, you should have. That's I, you know. I, I'm a big fan of the Coen Brothers. Yeah. And Bemidji is where that statue is, and that's where they went in that truck stop with the hotel, and then they kidnapped the late. Yeah. Right. The, Bemidji is a very cool place, and that's where I got my first pair of moccasins. I wish I had worn my moccasins <laughs> okay. today in, in remembrance. And then, of course, we have Robert Edward Levinson. Right. Uh, Jim Levinson's father. Jim Levinson's father, and it's a, a great story of of him and all the wonderful things he did. So we've got three wonderful people who we've lost in our community. Yeah. Ninety-seven. So. so we'll begin with Donna Levy, Nimiz Rock, age 85, February 24th, 2022, the 24th of Adar 1, 5782. Patricia Rosenberg, Nee Vandermerk, age 73, March 1, 2022, 28, Adar 1, 5782. Dr. Charles oh. Ralph Buckner, age 83. Bunker. 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 Bunk age 83, Buncher. February 23rd, 2022. 22 of Adar, 15782. May all their memories be for a blessing. And then your favorite. Coupons. Coupon week. It's coupon week for. Uh, Rhinos and Artisan Bread. At uh, Breadsmith. And that's a pretty intense photograph that the Jewish Family it, Service has for the crisis in Ukraine. Yeah. That just that came in at the last minute. So they're putting together a hotline and also putting together a. Raising funds, federations raising funds 
Because there's going to be some people who are going to need some help. Yes. And we're going to, we need to step up to the plate right now and uh, make donations. And the back cover is the same thing from the front cover. Which is the magic and the boundary is Jewish identity in antiquities, which is coming up uh, March 7th at 7 o'clock. Jason Moktarian. 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 will be speaking from Cornell University. And I can pronounce this one right. I, was, I hope our Joan Rivers is listening to me pronounce that one right. And Bemidji, Minnesota. All right. So we get to the bad joke of the week. I don't think I've seen this one yet. Okay, so this was from Neil Elliott from Old Jews Telling Jokes. Sadie and Moshi go to the divorce attorney. They've decided they want a divorce. (laughs) Well, this is very hard, he says. You've been married for 63 years. That's right. And you're both in your 80s. Why do you want a divorce now? Well, we just wanted to wait until the children were dead. (laughs) What the hell? What is that's just crazy. All right. So next week next we have week. Kathy Heldman who will be here. Uh, she's the former head of the AJC, AJC here and in town. And I guess they're having a big announcement soon of new, who their new person is. I think I know who it is, but I'm not allowed to say. I'm under strict press guidelines. And they'll take your fingers and smash yes, them. Yes, I'm not allowed to say who the – I knew who it – I know, but I can't speak. I'll, I will, it'll be – we'll not we, – you know, we should get the okay to announce it next week when she's here. Correct. Maybe yeah, she'll be allowed maybe, to announce yeah, who her, announce her replacement is. Yeah, yeah so yeah. in the meantime, we want to wish everyone a great week. We also have this month, our rabbi of the month is Rabbi Weinrib. And next week, our rabbi is Rabbi Zoot. So we've got two upcoming uh, rabbis, one for uh, March and one for April. Okay. Very good. Yeah. And um, we wish everyone a good week, and we hope that the situation in Ukraine Yes, we is need to settled. pray for our brothers and sisters and all the Jews in Ukraine. And right all now. people, and all, yeah, people. all people. Peace on earth. Right. Yep. Okay. Shavuot Tov, everyone. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Miss Melissa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.